number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Relatable or Debatable. My name is Lauren Griffin, and I am the lovely host of this new podcast, and I am tired. Physically, mentally, emotionally exhausted. And I know that's a weird way to kind of start this podcast, but I've been having a lot of trouble finding myself. That includes, like, you know, people that are good for me and people that aren't, um, some hobbies and passions that I, you know, have yet to discover and taking care of myself when needed. Because, trust me, recently in life, I've really not been taking care of myself. And I feel like at the age that I'm at now, I feel like I should have, you know, my life put together and know how to do all these things, but in reality, I don't. And I'm sure a lot of y'all don't know what you're doing either. And this kind of broad statement really just rolls into the topic that I will be discussing today, which is 21 things I wish I knew before I turned 21. 21's a big age. You literally are, like, of, like, obviously you're of legal age when you're 18, but when you're 21, like, you're an adult. You are legally allowed to drink and, you know, buy cigarettes and do all that stuff. But there are definitely some things that I wish I knew before I turned 21 that would really change my life and probably make me a better person. So I've been brainstorming, uh, you know, 21 of those, and I feel the need to share them with you in case you all are going through something that maybe you just need to be told straight up. The first thing I wish I knew before I turned 21 was to take more chances. I have a very anxious mind, and I am a very incredibly highly functioning anxiety human And I find myself missing a lot of the chances that I don't take that would probably influence me for the best. I was actually uh, in school, I was really passionate about journalism for a minute, and I decided not to take the chance and go into journalism when I had the chance, and that is something that I definitely regret now because I've always been a good writer and I've always been good at expressing my thoughts and opinions through words especially written words. And that is definitely one thing that has really affected my life even to this current day because I didn't take the chance to go into journalism because I was too afraid of failure. And this can kind of also be linked to a, like, relationship setting too. Um, If you don't, my, my favorite quote to say is, you miss all the shots you don't take. And if you find yourself, like, not taking those chances and you know, you see a cute guy or a cute girl, um, this kind of relates to ladies and men, but, um, and you don't take the chance to, you know, try and get to know them, like, you know, ask for their information, stuff like that. Like, you're missing that opportunity. What if this person is your soulmate? Like, you missed that opportunity because you weren't taking chances because you were thinking too much about them. And trust me, if I didn't have an anxiety-filled head, I would have 100% taken more chances by now that I haven't. And that's something that I definitely wish I did in my younger years, like, you know, freshly in college, because I missed out on a lot of good opportunities because I was too scared to even take the chance. One thing that I actually still struggle with is learning how to say no. Um, I'm really, really bad at like, not saying no. I find myself in situations where I'm too scared of what I think the other person is going to say about me when I say no to certain situations when they're going to forget about it and it's not going to be very relevant in the future. I find myself um, being a lot of the times a people pleaser when I um, don't know how to say no because I will just go along with what anyone's doing because I don't have the 
respect, not even respect within myself where I physically cannot say no to people because I'm afraid of hurting them. I've always been a person that's been really afraid of hurting other people's feelings and making them feel bad because I've felt bad for a lot of my life and I would never want to make someone else feel bad by saying no and, you know, being true to myself. But I struggle with this literally on a daily basis because I will make, like, stupid decisions or stupid mistakes because I don't know how to say no to people. And I feel like a lot of girls especially struggle with this in, like, like a relationship setting, too, where, like, you're talking to some guy and you know he's not good for you and you know you shouldn't be hanging out, but, like, you are so driven by this man that you don't know how to say no, even if you know it's not good for you. Hint, I'm currently, you know, in a situation like this where I, um, you know, I've been kind of chatting with this guy and there are times where, um, you know, I know it's not good for me and I know it's going to hurt me, but, like, I don't know how to say no, especially, like, if you ask me to come over or something like that. Like, I always find myself saying yes, even though I should be saying no and, you know, branching out and not putting myself through this that's going to end up hurting me in the future. One thing that I've definitely been better at that I know a lot of people still struggling uh, to do is um, telling people how you really feel. I've been really good at this recently because I am, you know, like, obviously I'm a girl and a human, so I do have a fear of judgment, but, like, when it comes to me telling people how I feel about them, especially in, like, a relationship setting, I have no trouble doing so. I tend to get like this because I don't really care what people think about me anymore. Um, I can tell anyone how I feel and if they don't want to be in my life anymore after, you know, me expressing how I feel, then they don't have to. But I do know a lot of people struggle with this because they are, they do have that fear of judgment and one thing that I would say about this, especially learning this within myself, is just like don't care. It's one person. It's not, you know, there's seven billion people on this planet and if you don't tell people how you feel you might regret it in the future because it could change the course of whatever relationship either friendship relationship that you are currently facing and having to deal with so definitely that's my one thing that I have really um, improved on within myself is really just telling people how I feel honestly because I'm like fuck it they they deserve to know and if I'm feeling some type of way and it's really bothering me I will just go ahead and tell them because I, I really don't care if I'm going to be completely honest about what they have to say. Another thing that is um, something that I still haven't fully um, done yet, and I'm sure a lot of y'all haven't, is fully loving yourself. Um, this is something that I know a lot of people face because, especially like growing up in our society nowadays, it's really hard for people to fully love and accept themselves. I know that social media has taken a huge influence over that with people, and I wish I had the ability to fully love myself. Like, don't get me wrong, I love certain aspects of myself and certain aspects of my personality and my appearance, but, like, there are still some things that overweigh those feelings that I have for myself already. And I know for girls it's especially hard because of these beauty standards that we have and how you think you should look and how you think you should act, and that's the best way to get people to love you. But the thing is, like, you really have to love yourself before other people will love you. And that can loop around to, like, emotional instability. I know that I'm an emotionally unstable person, and I can fully admit that because I am, and I will not become emotionally stable until I discover how to truly love myself for who I am. It's really probably the most important aspect of yourself is, you know, liking yourself for who you are and 
not having to change that because I know a lot of people either personally or on social media influencers they get a lot of work done and they get lip fillers and they get Botox and I'm like you obviously present yourself that you love yourself and you love how you look but obviously you don't if you're getting this work done in order to fill that void then you're not ultimately benefiting yourself because you're going to want to keep on getting these modifications until you look fake. And that's the thing about social media is everyone is fake. People don't look how they normally do. So that is definitely one thing I wish I could have done before I turned 21 and how the importance of it. And I really didn't think it was that important until I got older. And I wish I would have focused on that more when I was younger. Another thing that I wish I knew was um, to stop caring about what other people think. This kind of goes back to my point about telling people how you feel because I've really learned a lot about this because I do not really care what people think about me. Obviously, I'm human and I do and this is funny because when I posted this podcast on my um, Instagram, I got 35 cents. 35 people sent my post and every single part of me was telling myself not to care and, you know, people talk shit. That's what people do but like, deep down, I was affected by it. But I know a lot of people are really self-conscious when it comes to this factor because you care a lot, especially about the way that you dress and the way that you look to other people. Um, I don't think it's that important. Um, if you can't change anything about yourself in five minutes, then you shouldn't really care about it. Uh, by that, I mean like your hair color or your hair length or what you're wearing and all this stuff. Like you shouldn't care what other people are going to think about you because they're going to forget you, you know, very shortly after they have this preconceived thought about you. That is something that I definitely have worked on with myself is really just not caring because we all are human. We're all going to die one day, probably sooner than we think because the world is going to shit, but you really shouldn't care. And if you do care a lot about what other people think about you, then you need to really sit back and have time to yourself and figure out what is making you think this type of way. Definitely, this is probably the one thing on the list that I really need to work on, especially being at my age and, you know, being almost done with college, is saving your money. Uh, I'm really, really, really bad with money. I had to emphasize that with three reallys because that's how true it is. I spend money on everything. I literally probably spend about 20 to 100 dollars a day i know oh my gosh that's so embarrassing to say out loud but i have a really bad problem with spending money and i wish i didn't and i wish i was good with money because i know a lot of people that are but i am not and i need to really work on that and if you find yourself overspending and buying all these material things to make yourself feel good which i do 100 percent it's a bad loophole to get into because you will never be fully fulfilled and satisfied even if you are getting all these material things and to improve how you look and how you feel as a person, it's never going to end unless you break the cycle. So that's one thing I really need to work on with myself and one thing I definitely wish I knew before I turned 21 because I did have like, I, I've been working since I was, you know, 16 years old and I've made a lot of money um, in that time period and I wish I saved it. I wish I saved my graduation money. Um, I didn't. I spent all my graduation money in probably about two weeks and it was, you know, well over a thousand dollars and oh gosh, that's terrible. <laughs> but yes, uh, if you don't save your money, save your money. I'm still trying to work on that with myself because that is definitely something I wish I knew when I was younger. Another thing I wish I would have known was um, finding your passions, finding what you're really passionate about. I know a couple things that I'm good at, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm passionate about them. 
if I'm going to be completely honest, I don't know what I'm passionate about. Um, I really haven't found anything that truly inspires me, and I wish I did, and I feel like, you know, by the time I'm 21, I need to find out what I'm passionate about and what I want to do, and I don't, and I feel like a lot of other people don't, but they don't want to admit that, and I feel like that should be more normalized. If you do have passions, honestly, good for you, because I am very envious of that, but definitely finding your passions is another way of working towards loving yourself because doing stuff that you're passionate about makes you happier and it really will influence your life for the better. I am definitely still on the journey of finding some of my passions. Um, I try to, you know, reflect a lot within myself and seeing what I like doing and seeing what makes me feel good and this goes back to the fear of being judged. Like, even if it's not like a super cool thing that's super trendy, like, if you're passionate about it, you're passionate about it and you're not, that's not going to change anything. Another thing that's really important, especially when going, you know, into the working world soon, um, is meeting as many people as you possibly can. I was very shy in high school-ish. Um, I was very nervous about meeting new people. I kind of just stayed in my little group and didn't really branch out, and that definitely lasted until about sophomore year of college, um, and I really wish I did. I really wish I had more connections than I do, um, because definitely for getting internships and jobs in the future, if you have connections and you know a ton of people who could potentially get you connections, then that is going to make the job hunting process so much easier, and I started this, uh, you know, meeting as many people as I can way later in my life than I should have. It I had to be you know, 20, late 20s, early 21 when I started actually, you know, meeting a ton of people and getting these connections. Like, for example, I was at work uh, the other week and I had these two tables. They were both, you know, seated, you know, at the same time. And I got two job recommendations and job offers for when I graduate. And that's what I mean. And obviously, like, working in the service industry as well and working with people, like, you are going to meet a ton of people. And that is extremely helpful. So, my one thing of advice is if you don't work in the service industry or you've never worked in the service industry, do it because you meet so many people and gain so many connections. And I wish I would have been doing that when I was younger. Uh, another thing, this relates more to the alcohol sense, is knowing as many drinks as you can. Um, knowing drinks and what's in them and so you don't sound stupid and like a baby when you go to the bar and, you know, when you're actually legal and ordering these drinks because you sound like a moron. Uh, there was this one time I actually was at the bar. Um, it's now my place of employment and I uh, was sitting there and my dumbass would ask the bartender if she knew how to make a vodka soda. Mistake number one, never do that. Because <laughs> she gave me a look and she's like, can I see your ID? And I was like, oh yeah, no, for sure. Because I you know, was 21, so I wasn't, you know, freaking out or anything, but, um, that is one thing I would say before turning 21 is definitely know the types of drinks. Like, do some research. Do something, because I did not know that, and I sounded like a moron, and I still kind of do, because I'm so uneducated on alcohol drinks. Another thing that was really hard for me, especially in high school, was cutting off people that are doing more harm than good. This definitely relates back to, like, you know, for your mental health, like, doing this for your mental health, because if they're doing more harm than good and you know that, you need to cut them out of your life. And I know, trust me, that's easier said than done because I still have people in my life that I should probably cut off that are not doing me any good that I still have in my life. And that's one thing I really wish I knew before going into my senior year of college because I hold on to these people and think that they're going to change and think they're going to change as a person and they're not going to. And you really have to admit that to yourself and cut them off if they're not doing any good for your life. 
because ultimately it's your life. It's not their life. And I think if you really have that realization with yourself, then you will be able to do this. And I still haven't done this, so I'm not one to really advocate towards this because I am still working on this. But it definitely dabbles into um, having, like, respect for yourself and yourself as a person in your life and live your life and not for other people. And if you realize that you are sad around these people and they are making you feel like a terrible version of yourself, you need to just cut the cords and cut all ties with them. Ooh, this one. Uh, every failed relationship isn't the end of the world. Uh, I have been the one who has been dumped. I have never been the dumper. So, um, when I get out of relationships, I am severely depressed. I always feel like this is the end. There's nothing left for me. I'm never going to find love. I'm never going to be happy with someone and settle down and get married and have kids. And that is just so far from the truth because you will find love. Everyone, I believe, has the potential to find love, whether you have problems with yourself, if you are, you know, experience anxiety or depression or if you feel just unlovable, everyone deserves to be loved in an ex to an extent. But I remember I would literally lock myself in my room for about five days when I would get broken up with because I just felt that there was nothing left for me and that I would never just get the chance to fully, you know, be committed to someone. Also, I can't really hold stable relationships, so that's something I definitely also have to work on because that's a really important factor when, you know, getting serious with someone. But I know a lot of people struggle with this because they do feel like it is the end of the world. I know a couple people personally that have come to me and said that the, since their relationship ended and they thought they were the one that they were going to marry and it didn't work out that they'll just never get married. And I just believe that is so far from the truth. And you really just need to take a break and work on yourself before you try to engage with someone else again. Uh, really quick pause note. Um, I, 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 like, give all this advice. Like, not that I follow any of it. <laughs> I don't follow any of this advice. I just am really good at giving advice to people. But anyhow, yes, you all deserve love. Um, you will find love. I have hope in every single one of you. Maybe not myself, but in every one of you I do. <laughs> Um, another thing is don't let your thoughts control all of your actions to try to like live in the moment. Um, I tend to find myself just going back to the taking chances, like overthinking everything. Like I have had times where I could have, you know, like in a sense, like make a move with someone, like make a move with someone. And I let my thoughts overweigh these actions. And it really just does not make me feel good in the end because I always sit back and think and I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done this. So my thing is like what I'm trying to do within myself is live in the moment because you're never going to get that moment back. If anyone knows me, here's, here's something about myself. If anyone knows me, this is what I always will say. You will never live a day exactly like today was. You will never have an exact replica of a day, even as hard as you try, because each day is so unique and there are so many thoughts and so many actions that you could do. So I think it's important. Just really don't let these thoughts control your actions because they are usually anxiety-based. And if you're suffering with anxiety, which I know a lot of people are, try not to let these thoughts control these potential actions that you could be doing. Uh, another one is uh, sugar causes hangovers. Uh, I learned this the hard way. Uh, my favorite go-to drink, like I mentioned previously, is, was vodka crayons, and those are filled with sugar. Those four locos beatboxes, 
and I would drink a ton of them, and I would literally be miserable for days. Um, sugar is the worst thing ever invented to be put into alcohol because, first of all, you're dehydrated from drinking, and second of all, sugar is not helping this. Um, so, definitely, if you're, like, new to drinking and you're trying to, you know, whatever, I'm sure all of you guys have had a drink once in your life, but try to stay away from the sugar because it is literally not worth it. I actually saw something on TikTok. Um, this girl was, like, severely hungover and she ate a pickle and said that she felt better because it replenishes the sodium. So, okay, if you ever find yourself drinking a sugary drink, um, try eating a pickle and let me know how it goes because I'm currently hungover and I'm about to go eat an entire jar of pickles after I'm done with this. So, um, just let me know if it works for you and I'll, I'll let you know if it works for me. Another thing is not everything warrants an apology. Um, I tend to over-apologize and push people away. Um, I know a ton of other people that do this as well. Um, the guy that I have been, you know, my, in quotes, sneaky link, uh, he tends to apologize for everything and I tend to apologize for everything and then I find myself getting annoyed with him because he keeps on apologizing and then I have to think and be like, holy shit, I'm doing the exact same thing. Like, if you're doing something that is benefiting yourself and may not benefit the other person, you do not need to apologize for putting yourself first. Putting yourself first is literally the most important thing. And no, I don't follow this advice either because I put everyone else in front of me. Terrible trait. I know, Lauren. Sue me. But you don't have to apologize for everything. It literally is not the end of the world. And I have to tell myself that too. I'm like, this is not the end of the world if I do something for myself and I, I don't need to apologize. It doesn't require an apology. An apology is required if you hurt someone's feelings or if you... I don't fucking know, actually. Use apologies only when they are needed. That's all I'm basically gonna say about that because over-apologizing sucks and I always feel terrible after I do so. Stop self-criticizing. Do not criticize yourself. If you cannot change, like I said, something about yourself in five minutes, then do not criticize it, especially if you're out in public. Stop criticizing yourself. You have to be comfortable in the body that you were born in. You cannot just change every aspect of yourself because you're not going to be happy. You need to love yourself and the body that you were born in. You need to appreciate yourself and learn what you like, learn what your body likes. I mean, I'm not going to really get into that, but learn what you like as a person and what you think looks good on you. I have been doing makeup since I was like 15 years old. I've done everything makeup routine-wise that I possibly could in order to change something that I didn't like. Um, makeup is also just really not a good way to cover that up, but like I would tend to do some things a little bit different when doing makeup to see if it, see if I liked it better on myself, and I tended to criticize myself if I didn't like that, what it looked like on me. So literally, stop criticizing yourself. You're a person. Everyone's a person. You're not going to look exactly how you want to look your entire life, but you can do your best to love what you already look like about yourself. Also, I'm sorry if my talking is just all over the place. I really haven't slept in like six days. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm really trying to do this and have it make sense. Uh, <laughs> I probably, if I'm going to be honest, not going to listen to this entire thing before I post it. So this is very raw and real for y'all, and I, this is one take that I'm really doing with this. Another thing is definitely, like, doing stuff with your friends. I know that sounds very broad, but, like, if your friend wants you to go somewhere with them for the day, let's go hiking, let's go on an adventure. Like, ew, I hate that I just say, said that. <laughs> like, do it. Like, this might be one of the best core memories you will have with this person throughout your friendship or relationship. So, like, 
go do that stuff. Get out of bed. I know you probably want to sit in bed and do whatever you're doing currently, but no, get out of bed, make yourself, you know, presentable and go do what you need to do with this person because they're not probably going to be in your life forever. That's one thing that I wish I did more often is, you know, do that and go hang out with these people because I know like I text a lot of people and I know a lot of people text me and we come up with these plans like, oh my gosh, we so have to hang out like this so has to happen and then it just never does. And it's like, maybe I should just like ask, like maybe I should see if we can do something and not just sit around and wait for it to just pop out and happen. Definitely another thing that I am very familiar with now is eating what you want. Um, Literally, if you're dieting yourself and making yourself miserable because you want to look pretty, don't. Literally eat what you want while you can. Um, Obviously, all of our metabolisms will slow as we continue to get older, but like when you're young, just eat what you want. It doesn't matter. I mean, obviously, don't eat like shit all the time, but like if you want that cookie, get that motherfucking cookie. Eat the cookie. Um, Do what you want because it's ultimately your body at the end, and if you find yourself you know, eating what you want, you're going to be happier. Food makes the heart happy. So, yes, no, I do this a lot. I'm currently staring at this uh, bag of pretzel crisps, like the buffalo flavor. Oh, those are so good. And I, you know what? I will fully admit that I have eaten a bag of those in my bed watching some bullshit TV show that I'm always watching. So, eat what you want. Don't feel like shit about yourself after you do so, because it's not even worth it. It literally is not even worth it. Another thing is treating yourself for your accomplishments. Um, I definitely do this. Uh, This goes back to my money spending problem. Uh, If I, you know, get an A on a test or, you know, do something good for myself or receive good news, I definitely will spend money. I will go to Urban Outfitters and you know I will drop about $120 on band t-shirts, oversized t-shirts. That's what I buy from Urban. But I do that because, you know, if you treat yourself after your accomplishments, you just feel so much better about yourself and you know that you deserve this and you deserved whatever good luck came into your life at the time and whatever you deserved, like, is definitely an important thing to recognize because you do deserve all the good things that come into your life, whether you like that saying or not, but you do. So treat yourself. I love treat. I, what, what just happened to my, (laughs) that was me coming out. That was not my podcast voice. That was actually Lauren emerging from her show. (laughs) Another thing, this is also one of the most important things that I still need to do. It's okay to be alone, not in a relationship setting. I have a lot of problems thinking that I am always going to be alone. I'm a very prime example of a hopeless romantic. Uh, I tend to focus a lot on, like, fictional relationships is kind of my thing right now. Um, Like, if any of y'all have seen American Horror Story, like, the first season, Tate and Violet, their relationship, oof, I eat that up. Um, I find myself watching these, like, fictional relationships and getting so upset because I'm like, I want something like this. Girl, first of all, you do not want Tate and Violet from American Horror Story. They are as toxic as they come. But, you know, you know me, I'm kind of into that, so whatever. But it's okay not to be in a relationship. I assumed when I was younger that I was going to be married to the guys that I was dating by now, by the time I was 21. A reality check that was for me. And a lot of people are not going to be married by the time they are 21, not even till they're 28 years old. There are some people that rush into uh, marriage, though. Uh, I'm not really going to dabble on that because I'm pretty sure we all know where this is going. But <laughs> ultimately, it's okay to be alone, if, especially if you need to find yourself and, you know, find what works for you and what doesn't. 
Another thing that I did uh, struggle with when I was younger is that people will come and go throughout your life. I assume that all my friends from high school, elementary school, middle school, college are going to be in my life forever, and that's just, like, the harsh reality that it's not. They're not going to be in your life forever. Like, some people are put in your life for a reason, either that they need something or they were placed there to teach you a lesson in your life and they're not going to be in your life forever. Even if you love them with all your heart, they will not be in your life forever because they don't need to be in your life forever and it's not good for you. So, that's one thing I've had to accept over time is that, like, admitting that people will come and go in your life and there's nothing you can really do to stop that, especially if you guys just grew apart or something. I've had a lot of friends that I've just grown apart from and I hated how it made me feel and I, you know, felt awful about it, but then if they're meant to be in your life, they will come back in your life, but if they are not, then they will go and they will go do what they need to do and you need to accept that. The last thing I'm really going to say, um, the 21st thing, I can't believe I've been doing this for 30 minutes now, um, is it's okay to know, not know exactly where you're going in your life. I struggle with this. A lot of people I know struggle with this. I am, you know, obviously beginning my senior year in college and I have no idea what I want to do. No idea. I'm like, honestly, I have no idea what I want to do and that scares me and I know a lot of other people don't really know what they want to do either and that's okay. Um, you don't need to know by the time you're 21 to um, know what you're going to do with your life and I assumed like when I was in high school, I would already, you know, be out of college, like have a job by now, but I'm not and that's fine. So, if you're, str if you're stressing yourself out about not knowing what you want to do, literally don't. Save yourself the, the stress. Put, put, focus the stress on something else that's actually important. Don't focus on that because you will figure out one day what is important to you. I sound like I'm lecturing. Am I lecturing? I feel like I'm like, whatever. I feel like I'm being therapist Lauren right now, and I kind of, I kind of like that. I feel like the, some of these topics that I talked about, like some of these um, points definitely relate to a lot of people, especially what people have told me and stuff like that. But anyhow, um, yeah, that's my advice for the day. Um, I want everyone to be happy. Um, I think everyone deserves to be happy. Um, so, definitely, if you're struggling with any of the things that I've listed above, uh, you can either A, read an article, or B, text me. I am always down to talk to people about what's going on in their lives. But yeah, that's uh, 21 things I wish I knew before I turned 21. I could have listed about 100 more things, but I thought those were the most important, especially like in my life and a lot of other people's lives that I know right now. And if you're not 21, then definitely follow this advice because I know I've been in your shoes before and I know how it feels. But anyhow, thank you guys so much for listening to me talk. I love doing it as much as you guys love listening to it, so this is very happy and exciting and fun. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Anyhow, um, y'all have a great rest of your day. Um, I will see y'all next episode. Bye! We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time.